The following program is being brought to you on the Voice America Variety Channel. For more information about our network and to check our additional show hosts and topics of interest, please visit voiceamericavariety.com. The Voice America Talk Radio Network is the worldwide leader in live Internet talk radio. Visit voiceamerica.com. The views and ideas expressed on the following program are strictly those of the host or guests and do not necessarily reflect the views and ideas held by the Voice America Talk Radio Network, its staff, and management. Do you feel beautiful? Do you look beautiful? Does one really affect the other? Welcome to Beauty Inside and Out with host Bonnie Bonadeo. In our show, we'll help you uncover your true self and unleash beauty that you never knew existed in order to be at your best, both inside and out. Now, here is your host, Bonnie Bonadeo. Hi, everybody. Welcome to Beauty Inside and Out. This is our six-week series masterclass that we're talking about BU in the new year and beyond. Um, so this is session five. So if you haven't joined us in sessions one through four, they're all are archived and ready to go. So I'll give you a little heads up on how we're doing this here. So this whole six-week series that we're starting out the new year is really looking at a chance to be able to find how you can be beautiful from the inside. Our next six-week series that we're going to take on as of February, we're going to talk about all of the ways that you can find and access beauty from the outside. So in our session one, we talked about how to be able to create intent versus resolutions and to be able to look at uncovering and discovering your personal brand. In session two, we talked with uh, Toscarino in uh, all the opportunities of being nutritionally healthy and what are some really easy ways to be able to make sure that when we're talking about diet and foods and uh, any of those things that we seem to have a difficult time with in our fast-paced lives, she's really given us some really easy-to-understand ideas on how to be able to have the most nutritional life that we can and how that wellness really reflects on the outside of us. In our session three, we talked with Sandra Reich, and she's all about anxiety and depression, which we know is a very difficult time for people, you know, going through the holidays, going into the new year. And so she shared with us some really good insights on how to be able to have a more happier and fruitful life and how to be able to combat anxiety and depression. She's also a relationship expert. So if this is the year that you're looking for love, she offered some really good advice for us on being able to um, look at ways to be able to have more healthy relationships as well. In session four, we talked with my very good friend. She's the owner of uh, uh, Pilates of Scottsdale, uh, G. Pelletieri. And she really helped us out with some very simple fitness opportunities. And today, session five, I'm really excited to introduce you to my wonderful, beautiful business partner and guest, and it's Alejandra Crucifulli. And today we're going to be talking about the beauty of emotional healing. Now, in all of these things that we're talking about from beauty from the inside out, it's it's really looking at how we can have our best life. And so we think, you know, what is the emotional side as to why we're not having our best life. And a lot of that is, is we haven't healed certain things that have happened to us. We haven't healed past experiences. We haven't healed hurts, pains, hardships that have come through in our lives. And in order to be able to have that really fantastic life that we say we want, um, there might be some healing in place. And Alejandra is an expert in healing. So Alejandra, welcome today. 
Thank you. I appreciate it. Happy to be here. Yeah, yeah. So this, you know, this whole New Year uh, program that we're doing, so we're in February at this point. And one of the things that I know for myself, I mean, I'm a, I'm a culprit of this as well, is that I really, you know, I'm, I'm all gung-ho at the beginning of the new year. I want to eat right. I want to exercise more. Mm-hmm. I, I want to take on all of those initiatives, right? And then by February, I'm kind of like, ugh, I'm too busy. Yeah. My, my life is out of control. I feel like things are stressed and chaotic as usual. Yeah, so true. It, it, it tends to fizzle out, right, by the time February rolls around. And- yeah. Yeah, my husband and I were just recently having that conversation. And why is it that we put so much energy around it's a new year and, you know, that excitement and people have these great intentions and New Year's resolutions. And then, yeah, come February, March, it's gone. That that energy is just dissipated completely, even yeah. though we have the best intentions. Um, yeah, it's it's true. You know, and I know you have a master's in metaphysical science and it's so your expertise in healing, and then we're so we're going to talk about a couple things. One is the emotional side of our lives and our well-being, and the other side is healing, and then how we're going to figure out that really our own level of how we communicate with ourselves internally, mm-hmm. externally, and how we communicate with other people is kind of a big culprit of why we're not emotionally feeling good, stable, or going through the a natural healing process to be able to get back to that happy and joyful state of mind that I know we need to be. So, and I know that healing is a, you know, not only are you an expert in it, but it's because you had, you know, some tragic times where healing for you was critical in order for you to have the success you have now. Absolutely. You know, I think we all on some level or another have experienced some level of, you know, trauma, tragedy in life and Although I grew up in in a very average household, you could say, I mean, as a child, I didn't necessarily have huge traumatic events that happened. It was fairly neutral or, or average, but there was common themes that have greatly impacted my life, and these themes are things that I hear in other people as well, in clients, in the workshops that you and I teach, Bonnie. Um, but here was the thing, these two things. One is that you don't communicate about how you feel. You keep that bottled up. You figure out how to deal with it so that you can just put on a happy face and pretend like everything's great, like you don't express at all. That was one theme. The other big theme was I can't. You can't do this. You can't have that. You can't you know, have this or that because it's that much money. It was all about can't, 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 can't. So those are the two big things that I really, oh gosh, just impacted my whole childhood and dictated a lot of my adult life where I started to create those traumatic, more tragic things in life. Because um, as you mentioned earlier, the things that we haven't healed in our past, those hardships do end up being carried forward into our adult lives. And then they end up sabotaging even our best efforts. Yes, that is true. So, so there's part of it that's the, the way that we're – the lack of communication. So 
theme one was we're not communicating how we feel. And I know that you're a big proponent and you love to say this, that you got to feel to heal. Yeah. Yeah. And the second one is just that belief system of just saying, I can't. Mm-hmm. And how powerful those words are to not have us get to where we want to be. Exactly. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. And all the things that actually stem from that. Um, so our internal dialogue is such a critical part. And, and, you know, I feel like we don't discuss language enough. Like the language that we're using is such a powerful part of how we create things in our life. And and that language, oh my goodness, we're so critical. And don't recognize that it does stem from these themes that we've learned throughout our life. And I'm going to mention again that we haven't healed. We just end up learning how to deal with them. But I think we're going to talk a little bit more about language, right, and, and how that impacts us. Yeah, it, it's, it is a big part of this. And, and I know that we've got some uh, programs available to share with everybody today on uh, communication skills and that will support not only you being a more powerful person in your life, but also you, for you to be able to heal as well. So we, we are going to talk a lot about language. But, you know, it's I, I, I really – I hear it in other people and I sometimes don't always hear it in myself. And when people point it out to me – it's, you know, it's just like the teacher becomes the student all over again. And I'll say something and it will be very unconscious or very normal or typical for me to say in the, you know, I can't or this is the reason why. And, you know, and you would, you would classify that as, well, that's just an excuse. And then people sometimes have that philosophy that they can just go right into, well, just do it. Just do it or let it go. And words like that really trigger my behavior. So tell me a little bit about why that kind of like sparks an enormous amount of uh, defensiveness. Oh, yeah. Well, it's because as much as you want to let it go, you can't. Okay. <laughs> or as much as you want to say, hey, I can accept that, deep down that's really not true. Uh, you know, we, we tend to want to avoid the truth, but the truth is we're really mad about something or we're really sad about something. Uh, you know, there's a lot of emotion attached to things. And when someone's telling us, hey, just let it go, that's why that defense gets sparked because deep down the truth is we have all of this emotion that we haven't looked at or had healing of. So it makes us angry to hear that. It's Oh, it just fires me up for sure. And, you know, there's but there's some degree to the person sometimes when they're kind of pointing out uh, what would you consider be some of my, my, my communication shortfalls. In other words, I might be tr- I might be using those things as excuses. Um, but. If and I know I know that there's some truth to it, like you know, let it go or get over it, those type of things when people say those, there is some truth to it that I haven't healed, and that's why I haven't let it go, or I haven't expressed mm-hmm. what I need to say, maybe that you know the the philosophy of speaking my truth, and that's why it still exists, so it's kind of like you can't until that kind of dissolves, it doesn't go away, but no. does it ever really go away? Yes. Okay, good. (laughs) Yeah, it does. But the thing is that, and to the point you were making, you can't get to that point of letting go unless you've gone through what I call the healing formula. Mm. There is a formula to healing, and it doesn't start with acceptance. 
And you're right. There's a lot of getting to that place of letting go or having acceptance has value. It's, it is important, but we cannot start there. And typically what I find in you know self-help or self-growth or improvement type industries is that we do focus on, hey, let's get to that acceptance. But just as we were talking about, you can't do that when you're operating on top of the truth. So we can't start with that place of acceptance. There has to be things that come before that. And a lot of it has to do with this expression that we're talking about, the communication, speaking your truth, beginning to release all of that pent-up emotion that has been stuck inside as a learned behavior from such a young age. So emotional healing is categorized as grief and and not just grief, you know, like the death of somebody, but the death of something that we're just hanging on to that maybe we don't need to hang on to anymore. You got it. Grieving is the most important part of healing. And we don't typically think about grieving at all uh, unless it's attached to loss, some kind of death. But grieving is all about feeling. That's mm-hmm. it. So in the, in the grieving process and the healing formula, you'll share with us the healing formula in a bit, I'm hoping. Um, the grieving process here is it could be silly little things to insurmountable things for people. It really could be like the loss of a relationship or the loss of somebody, whether they are alive or have passed. Um, it could be the, you know, the loss of a job or the loss of a pet. Any of those things, you would have to go through a grieving process. Mm-hmm. Yeah, absolutely. Because if you don't, what would happen? I mean, I'm sure you've seen people who have not allowed themselves to grieve when there has been a loss in their life. And it's almost like you can just feel the the emptiness inside someone that hasn't allowed themselves to grieve. It is such a healthy, needed part of life. Well, and this is why, uh, you know, when, when people, you can see sometimes their protective behaviors coming up. So if somebody hasn't grieved thoroughly or have gone through the healing process, um, they kind of protect themselves from stepping into that again. So let's use a relationship as an example. So they were, they were in a one time a loving relationship. The loving relationship dissolved. So for them to want to step back into another relationship, they're stepping into it with all of this past experience of it doesn't work. It's going to go bad. Um, you know, yep. the same thing's going to happen to me. And then, of course, that's like the law of attraction at its finest. How can you have another healthy relationship or the healthy relationship if you're carrying in past negative experiences of a previous one? You got it. And that's exactly why all of these great New Year's Eve resolutions that we make don't end up working. Yeah, absolutely. Well, and I know that that's true. I mean, you know, when the economy took a, you know, a huge uh, dive, it was, you know, and I was like this poster child for, you know, this, uh, you know, great credit. I had uh, property that I had rental people in. I had my own house. Like, you know, I felt like I was really succeeding. And then all of a sudden the economy and the real estate market crashed. And it it wasn't, there wasn't anything to thrive in it. Now it was like, how do I get out of this? 
Because mm-hmm. if I don't, it's going to take me down. And so I had to make some really big decisions, decisions I never thought I'd have to make in my life to release some of the property, some of it through short sales, some of it through foreclosures, some of it was forced upon me. You know, I didn't have choices in it. And... Um, and it happened really fast, like a death. You know, one day I am a happy homeowner with, you know, real estate uh, in my pocket. And the next day I'm, I'm underwater. I ha- I'm in debt. I can't, you know, it's, I, I can't financially take care of myself. And it was really a very painful process. And it took me a good two years to kind of just really get past the pain of that and, mm-hmm. and not have that anger attached to it and everything. So I know that there's... In the healing formula, you're going to touch on some of those emotions that are coming up, but I'm going to take a break right now for us. And w- when we come back, I want to be able to look at, you know, what really causes us to not get what we want emotionally. Um, and how do we access what we want? Because the emotional piece of us as human beings is probably from the inside. If that's not healed, we'll never get what we want on the outside. Never. Okay, good. So we're going to talk about the healing formula and more on the emotional and how the brain is wired a little bit when we come back from this break. We're making it easier to listen to the Voice America Talk Radio Network live wherever you go on iPhone, BlackBerry, or Android. Download it from the Apple iTunes App Store, BlackBerry App World, or Android Market. Have you checked out Teen Wealth Radio? It's a show for teens, their parents, and educators. Hosted by Brandy England, along with regular weekly contributors, Teen Wealth Radio will cover the topics that teens need to talk about. Plus, we discuss a book of the week and a movie of the week, and each show will offer a challenge to our teen listeners that they can share on our private Facebook group page. Be sure to tune in to Teen Wealth Radio, live every Thursday at 8 p.m. Eastern Time, 5 p.m. Pacific, on Voice America Variety. Are you looking to uncover your authentic self? Looking to improve your communication, selling, or public speaking skills? Discover Naked Audience Productions trainings on public speaking, leadership, sales, and healing. Mastering the art of authentic communications can change your life in many ways. From promotions, to profits, to enhancing any relationship, whether it's business or personal, finding and speaking your naked truth is a beautiful thing. Visit www.napevents.com or call 877-319-2403. That's napevents.com or 877-319-2403. Get the news on our shows and other happenings by following us on Twitter. Find us at VoiceAmericaTRN or twitter.com forward slash VoiceAmericaTRN. You are listening to Beauty Inside and Out with Bonnie Bonadeo. If you have a question or comment about our show, please send an email to bonnie at bonniebonadeo.com. That's bonnie at bonniebonadeo.com. Now back to Beauty Inside and Out. Hi, everybody. Welcome back from the break. I'm here with my uh, beautiful business partner and guest, Alejandra Crucifoli. We're talking about uh, in session five here today, emotional healing. 
And the other side of that is obviously having emotional wellness because if you have emotional wellness, then you can feel beautiful on the inside and that will reflect on the outside. Now, emotions are obviously a big part of how we're wired as human beings. You know, we you have emotions. We have emotions. The problem is, is what we talked about in this first segment is that we're not expressing them, communicating them very well on how we feel. And I think in a lot of situations, depending on how we grew up, we might have been told not to be expressive with our emotions. And I think there's also that side of it for men that um, there's it, it, it might feel that, you know, like they, they don't have that sensitivity chip um, because they've been kind of told not to be emotional. And so let's clarify this whole segment here first before we move on to the I can't uh, theme that we talked about in the first segment. Okay. Yeah, this uh, keeping that emotion inside is such a young age that we learn. Um, and it happens consciously and unconsciously as well. You know, I, I see this all the time in the grocery store, or out and about running errands. You might see a parent who you're in the grocery line and this child wants a piece of candy and it's going to grab it and mom says no. And the child gets really upset. So they start to express themselves. You know, clearly they wanted the piece of candy. So they're starting to cry and get upset. And what does the parent do immediately? Shut them down. Yeah. Stop it. Don't do that. No, you can't have that. <laughs> you know, so we're learning from that very young age that, oh, what I'm doing with how I feel is not okay. That's that unconscious part. It's not like the parent is saying, Hey, my child, you are not supposed to express the anger that you've got going on right now. They're just sending this message that we're interpreting as a child the best that we can that this action or this behavior is not okay. And I better figure out a way to stop it or there's going to be consequences to what I'm doing. Yeah, so it's so most of that is kind of an unconscious of, you know, don't express your emotions. Don't get mad, don't get sad, don't cry because mm -hmm. we're constantly told, stop it. That's enough of that. Yeah. Yeah, so. And and that just progresses more and more throughout life. I mean, now as an adult, you have friends, you know, seeing you be emotional and it's like, "Oh, it's okay." Don't do that. Like, it, you're beautiful, you're wonderful. And, you know, of course, we love hearing that. It, it does feel good on some level. But it's just reinforcing again and again and again that, nope, don't share what you're feeling. Mm, yes, good. Good point on that. And it's true because then you can really hear, like, uh, sometimes when people are wanting to express themselves and everybody's just like, oh, you're fine, you're beautiful. You know what? Don't worry about that. And it negates Yes. The expression, right? Well, and that leads to that point we were making earlier, uh, just let it go. <laughs> mm -hmm. And it's like, wait a minute, I can't. Yeah. So so but, what is one of the tricks to be able to let it go? Mm, okay. So first and foremost is that you know that it is okay to express yourself. We are emotional beings, and we've just been programmed, programmed from generation to generation not to express. And, and also professionally, you know, I think we hear in our careers or our professional avenues that, um, oh, don't show emotion because that means you're weak. 
or, you know, things like that. So I, I want to just dispel this whole thing that we are not allowed to express ourselves. You must start to choose to believe that it is okay to feel what you're feeling and start expressing those feelings. Yeah. Now, how we do that as a child is one thing, and yeah. how we do that as adult, obviously, is another thing. Um, you know, I'm, I'm, I, I don't want to see somebody, you know, jumping on the floor and having a tantrum as an adult. Um, but communication is our way of being able to express it, not necessarily, you know, throwing a tantrum, but being yeah. able to communicate forth, knowing that it might be difficult for us to communicate or speak our truth. And yet to do it anyway is kind of that release of I feel better. I've expressed it. Absolutely. Yeah, very good. As children, we don't have the language, you know, the words to be able to use to actually express how we feel. Uh, so it does come out more in that tantrum type state. Expressing, and, and I often share this in my workshops and with clients, is that sadness or anger doesn't have to look the way that you think it does. So typically, we look at sadness as, if I'm going to be sad, that means I'm going to be crying. Mm -hmm. That doesn't necessarily mean you're going to be crying. Expression doesn't have to come out through hysterically crying or bawling in a corner somewhere. You know, just because you're sad and you're expressing that sadness, again, it doesn't mean you're crying. Anger doesn't have to look like you're yelling and screaming and, you know, throwing that tantrum with, you know, plates flying across the room or, or spouting profanities at the top of your voice. Like, that doesn't have to be how anger looks. So from a communication standpoint, it could be as easy as I'm just feeling sad right now and it's okay. You got it. Yeah. Yep. Or I'm a little angry right now. Um, so can we sidebar this conversation for just a minute? Absolutely. Uh, it could be also an, just an allowing of the emotion means that you're breathing into it. It's almost like, okay, I feel sad. Typically, what I would want to do here is avoid through going shopping or getting a drink or watching TV or, you know, whatever mechanism or means we use to avoid our feelings. But instead, you make a conscious choice to just breathe into that emotion. Even that is a form of expression. Hmm. So breathing and even that's a form of communication, uh, mm -hmm. just releasing that breath, mm -hmm. you know? Yes, yeah. yes. Good. The second part then is if you're communicating, speaking your truth, sharing with someone else, and they immediately jump into that let it go or it's okay, you don't have to feel that way, that you have the power to thank them and then ask them to allow you to feel what you're feeling. Okay, so give me so give me an example of that. If if one of your friends was like, "Oh, Alejandra, don't worry about it. You're beautiful. Everything's going to work out for you. It always does." So then you just thank you. I appreciate you saying that. However, I really need to just feel the sadness that I'm feeling right now. So I'm just going to ask that you give me the space to do that. Okay. Well, that's a very powerful statement, and nobody would argue that. People would accept that as your truth and that you just need a little bit more time to heal. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. But we don't say that. We don't say no. that. So if we said that more and we said that more often and to maybe more people in our lives, 
we might actually have better relationships and, and stronger communication opportunities with them. Right. My goodness. Can you imagine? Yeah, I can. I can imagine it. That's, you know, that's the good news is that I can imagine it. Now, we know that, you know, so many of these emotions, you know, it's their past experiences. They're kind of the, the, you know, things that happen to us at an early age that continue to trigger our behaviors. And, and, you know, in this limbic system, part of our brain really is like a file cabinet of feelings that just kind of come out when we least expect it. And what we also know to be true is that we feel before we think. So that part of our brain is activated first in a feeling. If we feel it in our body, we feel it um, kind of just really central to I don't feel right. And we, we make statements uh, sometimes like, I don't know, it just didn't feel right or I just didn't have a good feeling about it. We say things like that. It's because it, it's truth. Our body is kind of at like a little bit of a GPS system from that place of emotional um, guiding. And so we feel before we think. And our limbic system is really kind of wrapped up around a lot of past feelings that we kind of bring into our future, our present and our future, going, mm, I remember this similar experience. It didn't feel good before, so I'm going to shoot for it doesn't feel good now. And we, again, don't kind of maybe express it appropriately. Mm-hmm. Yeah. We, we don't express it appropriately because we'll naturally revert to a dominant behavior that we learned from childhood as a way to cope or deal with that emotion. So some of these dominant behaviors, like for myself, I know that I can be uh, defensive and controlling. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> so <laughs> when, when those emotions come up and I'm not feeling as though I can express them appropriately – I'll get I'll immediately get defensive and I'll oh. think somebody's trying to attack me or hurt me. Yes. Yeah. So what we're doing with those behaviors is we're seeking uh feeling better. Mm. We we don't feel good, so whatever that painful emotion is that you're not wanting to feel or express, that that doesn't feel good. So mm. we're seeking a way to feel better and the only way we've known how to do that is through learned behaviors, these dominating behaviors. And yes, defensive, controlling, manipulative, avoiding. Stop talking about me. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yes, yes, I know it. I know it too well. So in in the programs that we teach, um stages as a public speaking course, I know it I know it's difficult for people to think that you know in a public speaking course this is the conversations we're having in these trainings and it seems I think to some people a little out of character or out of sorts but the truth is, is if this part isn't healed you can't authentically connect with another human being from a place of communication mm-hmm. yeah so before we go on to this next piece the I can't because I think the I can't is really relative to how we feel about ourselves and, um, you know, from that perspective of I feel whole and complete as a, as a person, I feel loved and nurtured, um, all of those feelings that we want to feel, the I can't is a big role in there. But at first, I, I, tell us a little bit about the healing workshop. I don't want to miss out on this opportunity. Yeah, so the healing workshop is a three-day intense workshop where we're focused in on healing. It's a small group because I want to be able to coach each and every person in those deep areas of 
uh, pain that we have been carrying throughout our life. And I'm calling it pain for a reason. Like, let's just, you know, we're all about naked audience. Tell, get into that naked truth, right? So it's the truth. And, and it is painful. So we actually go to those areas in our life where we have experienced traumatic events that we ended up taking on particular roles as a way to cope or deal with our lives. And there are three dominating roles, victims, villains, and heroes. Mm. So throughout the three days, not only are you getting to learn what role you are, but you're also seeing the other roles that you've attracted into your life as a way to keep you safe and, and feel better about yourself. Yet you're just perpetuating and creating more and more pain. So by the end of the three days, you would have learned and applied the healing formula, which will have allowed you to be free from that role and no longer be attached to the pain that just, well, stops you, keeps you stuck and living a life of hardship. Yeah. Okay. So I am obviously a big believer and proponent of this and having experienced the healing workshop myself. And it was the timing was really good for me because it was after I had lost my house, lost a relationship, lost my best friend. Um, So I had a lot of loss in my life. And um, I think had I not done the healing workshop, I think that the anger and the uh, the villainness that I am um, would have stayed with me a lot longer than it did. So it was it was for sure a work in progress. But the, after the three days, I felt so free to move on, even though I knew the healing was going to continue for a while. Mm-hmm. It didn't just like go away, you know, after three days. But I just felt like I was so much more equipped to heal and have that better life that I envisioned and that the loss of these things were just that. They were just the loss of those things. I yeah. still had a, 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 I still had a full life in front of me. I still had an enormous amount of opportunities of being able to heal, express, love, nurture, all of those other things that I wanted to do. It just happened to not be with those things and those people. And so, uh, yeah, so the healing workshop is a three-day workshop, and you're going to tell us a little bit about that in the end, um, when and where and those type of details, right? Mm, absolutely. Yeah. Good, good. So in this next segment that we're going to go to after the break, it's going to be more of the I can't. And so I want to share with you this story. So on, on New Year's Eve, I was out with a friend, and um, there was some live music in, in the place. So the vibe felt really good. And I and I went up and we sat up at the bar for a little bit and ordered a drink. And beside me were these two women. And they had on their little festive hats, you know, Happy New Year hat with the feathered, you know, poking out of it. And they looked so sad. Mm. So sad. And I just remember thinking, I can't. I, I can't even be next to them right now because I'm feeling so sad for them. Like they don't see this possibility, this opportunity, this, you know, super future. And uh, so we left that location and we decided to go somewhere else. And when I walked outside, I just did a little wish for them. Like I wish for them to find what they're looking for. But first and foremost, I wish for them to heal what hasn't worked for them. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, so it was it was just one of the interesting things. So when we come back from the break, we're going to talk about the I can't internal dialogue that we do that really prevents us from having that emotional 
uh, wellness and that beautiful life that we want. So everybody, you know, find uh, you can find me on Facebook Beauty Inside and Out Show. Uh, you can tweet me and send me some information. If you're interested in any of these events that we're talking about, feel free to uh, tweet me or uh, Facebook message me. So my Twitter account is BonnieBonadeo1. Um, you can also email me directly, Bonnie at BonnieBonadeo.com. And don't forget to go back and listen to the archives of shows one through four because it's really a buildup of everything. And you can find that at Voice America. You can find that on my website, BonnieBonadeo.com. And you can also access me on iTunes. Just pull up my name and you'll find me. Okay, we'll be right back. Get the news on our shows and other happenings by following us on Twitter. Find us at VoiceAmericaTRN or Twitter.com forward slash VoiceAmericaTRN. You count. Tune into Interrevolutionary Radio and join the spontaneous wave of people all over the planet who, like you, are changing our world from the inside out. Follow the movement. Meet guests who are shaking things up. Call in and gain insights and courage to empower your own voice. Large or small, your part counts. So join us. Co-hosted by Beth Green and James Maynard, Inner Revolutionary Radio airs live every Thursday at 3 p.m. Pacific Time, 6 p.m. Eastern, on the Voice America Variety Channel. Are you looking to uncover your authentic self? Looking to improve your communication, selling, or public speaking skills? Discover Naked Audience Productions trainings on public speaking, leadership, sales, and healing. Mastering the art of authentic communications can change your life in many ways. From promotions to profits to enhancing any relationship, whether it's business or personal, finding and speaking your naked truth is a beautiful thing. Visit www.napevents.com or call 877-319-2403. That's napevents.com or 877-319-2403. We're making it easier to listen to the Voice America Talk Radio Network live wherever you go on iPhone, BlackBerry, or Android. Download it from the Apple iTunes App Store, BlackBerry App World, or Android Market. You are listening to Beauty Inside and Out with Bonnie Bonadeo. If you have a question or comment about our show, please send an email to bonnie at bonniebonadeo.com. That's Bonnie at BonnieBonadeo.com. Now back to Beauty Inside and Out. Hi, everybody. Welcome back. Beauty Inside and Out. I'm Bonnie Bonadeo, your host, and I have my guest and uh, business partner with me from Naked Audience Productions, the name of our company. We are a training and coaching company, and we've been talking about emotional healing as part of our six-part series here. And Alejandra Crucifuli, my biz partner, she shared with us a couple different themes that really prevent us from being emotionally well. She's also going to share with us in this segment the healing formula. So it's kind of, you know, for me, it was a really great measuring tool to be able to determine where I was at in my healing process. And I felt like that was a powerful place for me to be able to say, ooh, I'm I'm healing. Like I saw progress in myself in healing when I was going through some of my hardships at that time. So we're going to look at the second theme that you talked about, which is the I can't, the internal dialogue that just has us defeated before we even start. So give me a little more insight on that. 
oh, this I can't. It's such a silent killer. Yeah, yeah, it is. <laughs> but some what we say to ourselves and what we say to others, and you know, often this I can't doesn't even show up in the words I can't. Sometimes it's it it comes out in this disguise, if you will, like, um, I, I don't have the choice or I didn't have the choices to do anything differently. Um, this language that is so critical to our healing happiness in life that I can't is just that silent killer that's showing up in our language. Um, and you know, it really does stem from all the things that we've been talking about today. This emotional healing, if things are left unhealed, that's then where the I can'ts get reinforced again and again and again. And and if we're if this is part of like just a way that we're feeling, we're not even expressing it mm-hmm. and not communicating it out, and we're just living inside of our body saying I can't, isn't this like the beginning of disease? Oh, absolutely. Because imagine the moment you're saying, I can't, where does that put you in relationship to your life? Yeah, not in a good place. Not in a good place. Like if we go back to those three roles we were talking about, victim, villain, and heroes, the moment you're in the I can't place, you're immediately putting yourself in a victim role. Mm -hmm. Yes, of course. And there is nowhere to go when you're in that victim role. It's like you're just in a place of complaining and blaming. Yeah. So if you're if you're playing the victim and you're wallowing in self-pity, you can't have an emotion of joy and happiness at the same time. No. It it is physically impossible to do so. Right. So then people are like, well, I want to be joyful and happy. And then that becomes a choice. But then the choice is still that like people get really caught up in, well, how do I become joyful and happy? How do I have a more beautiful life? Yeah. And this is where the, you know, things like affirmations or just, well, I'm going to think positively. Uh, that's going to make it different. No, it or- doesn't that way or just avoid the mm-hmm. expression of sadness or anger um altogether that right. that just kind of perpetuates it inside absolutely you're going to go either in one direction or the other yeah mm-hmm. so then so then is this where the healing formula can be adapted to people being able to look at where they're at in why they're not having that joyful experience in their life Absolutely. Yes, yes, yes. So um, the healing formula does begin with grieving. And it is the most critical part of the healing formula because it's where all the work happens. Mm -hmm. So it's the perfect area for this to take place because the moment that you step into grieving is the moment that you stop playing the victim to your life and being stuck in that I can't. Mm-hmm. It's also the moment you start to express your emotions that then no longer get stored. And and I really want people to get this part of expressing. If something is being expressed, 
then it's released. It's no longer held on to. It's almost like I envision this releasing of a gas. You know, it's like this this toxic gas within you that the moment you start to express it, it's like emanating out of you. It's no longer inside. Yeah. Yeah. So those expressions were like you're hanging on too tight to something. The minute you open up your hand and release it, it goes away and the tension's gone. The you know, the the expression's gone. So that's kind of from a physical place that we understand this. But I think mm-hmm. from an emotional place, it's hard for people to get that concept. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. So with the grieving, there's five main stages that we go through with grief. First is shock. Second is denial. Third is sadness. Fourth is anger. And fifth is hope. Mm-hmm. Now, this is why grieving can be so difficult, because there are those two emotions we've been talking about all day, sadness and anger. Mm -hmm. And because we've learned, hey, it's not okay to feel those emotions, that's where we end up living in denial. So we just, we can flip-flop in sadness and anger, but then we'll go back to denial because we haven't healed it. We haven't released it, expressed it. You got it. Yep. Mm. So then hope is a long way away from that. (laughs) Yeah. And using those tools we had shared earlier about allowing and expressing your emotions, making requests of people when they're perhaps stopping you from expressing Mm -hmm. will be helpful in this. And I see that a lot in business. You know, as 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 a coach and a business trainer, I see that a lot and I hear that a lot when I'm at companies and they... Really, it's like, well, this is the way it is. And then people feel that they can't be expressive or they can't provide a different idea or concept to the table. Um, And then they just shut down. And if they're shutting down, then this is pretty much a very unhappy employee that may eventually leave, even though they might be considered a valid and, and valuable employee. Mm-hmm. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, yeah, that's interesting. So so shock, denial, sadness, anger, hope. So this is the formula. So somebody that might have had a loss or a hardship that they're kind of dealing with right now, to be able to kind of put themselves into the formula and be able to say, where am I at? You know, maybe I'm, maybe I'm in sadness right now, which means that, you know, there's a part where I just got to get mad and help myself get through it. And then to be able to see hope on the other end, right? So they can kind of use it as a guidepost. Absolutely, you can use it as a guidepost. It's, it's really important to actually know where you're at inside of that. Yeah. So in the healing workshop, the the three roles, the victim, villain, and hero, um, are very valid uh, types of conversations that are being had over the three days. And to be able to see yourself in those relationships and also see other people in your life and then how you keep kind of creating that vicious cycle of unresolved feelings and emotions to keep being unexpressed or expressed in an inappropriate way. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yes. So so tell me then uh, with the other programs that we offer. So Stages, which is our um, public speaking course, and LEAD, which is our leadership course, how does some of this fit in what we've been talking about today into those courses? With the Stages course, we're really focusing in on communication to create connection. So as speakers, teachers, educators, 
you need to know how to engage or connect with an audience because that's where you're going to have the most effectiveness or success with whatever it is that you're educating or teaching on, especially if you're selling some kind of service or product in what you're delivering. So it's a skill that needs to be honed in and can be taught by knowing how to communicate and speak from a place of authenticity, which, I mean, let's face it, we don't want to often speak from this place of authenticity because it's scary to be vulnerable and share truly how you think or feel about yourself or life as a whole, right? Right. So, so if you're if you're hiding out something that's unresolved or unhealed, uh-huh. then you can't authentically connect with other people. And people see that. Not only do they see it, they feel it. They yeah, feel exactly. they feel as though they can't trust you, or you're hiding something, or it's it's a, it's a one sided benefit to them and not to you. And so then we avoid doing business, or we avoid moving forward in negotiations and programs and opportunities when some people are hiding out unresolved issues and trying to put something on us. Yep, exactly, which is just kind of insane that we think this way, that we have to, you know, put ourselves on this pedestal to look a certain way so that people will like us and, and engage with us and connect with us. And it's actually completely the 180 of that. Mm-hmm. Got it. Yeah, that really makes a lot of sense. So, all right, so Stages is our communication course. It's a two-day course, and that we have coming up here in February in Phoenix, Arizona. So it's the 21st and the 22nd. Um, It's at the University of Phoenix location in Tempe. Um, And how you find us uh, on all of these events that we're talking about is at www.napevents.com. So that's N-A-P-E-V-E-N-T-S. So napevents.com, it's kind of short for Naked Audience Productions, if that makes better sense. Um, So that's the stages workshop. Now, what's the dates of the healing workshop? The healing workshop is March 11th through the 13th, and that's in San Diego, California. Perfect. Mm -hmm. So again, uh, www.napevents.com is where you can find the healing workshop. Stages is uh, February 21, 22. And then we have our lead workshop, which we do go back into the victim, villain, and hero, as well as the 180 coaching method. Mm -hmm. And that is um, April 3rd and 4th, and we have that in Kansas City, uh, Missouri this year. So Mm -hmm. those are the three events that we really want to have people understand that there's an emotional healing and an opportunity to have a more expressive, beautiful life when you're not withholding maybe past experience, hardships, or, you know, sometimes it's just cultural or the way we've been brought up. Um, And it prevents us from being able to have that really, really honorable life that I think that we all want to live. Absolutely. Yeah. You know, and I think I, I... I just want to say this, that we're all about that authenticity. And and I feel like we can both authentically own this, Bonnie, that all of these courses we have seen literally transform people's lives. We have. And, you know, I feel like that word transform gets used a lot. But, gosh, it's so fitting because it, it means 
a literal change in structure or composition. And that's exactly what we've seen physically happen with people, physically, mentally, and emotionally. So we're not afraid to say these workshops will change your life. Yeah, and we've seen it. We have proof and evidence. And I got to tell you, it's uh, it's changed my life. And um, had I not had the opportunity to partner with you and experience this type of work that we're doing together between what we both were able to bring to the table, then um, I, 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 I couldn't be a teacher of it if I didn't have the transformation in my own life. So I know that we're making a difference, and we hope that we can make a difference for all of you out there. So make this year your absolute best and find those opportunities that are going to provide you to be your best. I mean, we talked about fitness. And yeah, it's easy to say, I'm going to go to the gym and transform my body. And, you know, and it's easy to be able to say, yeah, I'm going to eat better. And that's going to make me feel better. But what happens, and this is why this particular session was number five in this six-week series we're doing, is because over the six weeks, we can do all of those things and still not feel good about ourselves. So the emotional healing is really the foundation to all of these other things really being better and really being more accessible to us. So what would you like to say as a wrap-up to that? Oh, my goodness. Well, <laughs> I think you just said it. <laughs> oh, good. Well, I am, I'm so – I'm always thrilled to be able to talk with you, and I love working with you, and I love what we do for other people, and I hope that other people will see the opportunity in it for themselves and join us at our upcoming programs. So, again, go to www.napevents.com. And you can find out more about all the events that we have uh, available. Just click on any of the links of the dates and the workshops. And, of course, you can always email me, bonnie at bonniebonadeo.com. So, again, thank you for being here today. Um, uh, I can't wait for our last series here, which is spiritual wellness. So next week we're going to be talking about the spirit side of everything because once you've emotionally healed, you're eating right, you're exercising, you understand what your intentions are of how, who you want to be in the world, um, wrapping it all around kind of having that spiritual awareness is going to bring you to that next level and have you have a beautiful, beautiful life. So thanks for joining me today. This is Bonnie Bonadeo with Beauty Inside and Out. I'd love to hear from you. So contact me, Twitter, Bonnie Bonadeo One, uh, Beauty Inside and Out Show, uh, Bonnie at BonnieBonadeo.com. And uh, I look forward to seeing you next time. Thanks, everybody. Thank you for listening to Beauty Inside and Out. Please join your host, Bonnie Bonadeo, again next Thursday afternoon at 5 p.m. Eastern Time, 2 p.m. Pacific Time on the Voice America Variety Channel. Have a great week. Thanks again for listening to the preceding program brought to you on the Voice America Variety Channel. For more information about our network and to check out additional show hosts and topics of interest, please visit voiceamericavariety.com. The Voice America Talk Radio Network is the worldwide leader in live Internet talk radio. Visit voiceamerica.com. The views and ideas expressed on the preceding program are strictly those of the host or guests and do not necessarily reflect the views and ideas held by the Voice America Talk Radio Network, its staff, and management. 